0: South Carolina.
1: Gentlemen, start your written gun. Gentlemen.
0: Good
2: morning, and welcome to the 41st and final episode of 19. Uh, I knew I was going to do it of 2019. I can't even get the century right. 1919. <laughs> 1919. That's the year my father was born. By the way, uh, for start your engines, and it's a gorgeous day out there today. Rainy, leaves blowing around all over the place. Cool. It is a beautiful fall day, though. Actually, with the, I think the rain makes the colors on the leaves stand out more. And I was, drove through Converse Heights to pick up Greg, and it was it was spectacular.
3: Oh, it, it, it was like it, people throwing confetti. There was so much color. It, it, that's about as colorful as I've seen it. And uh, you know that, that that's a positive thing. But yeah, we got a rainy day. It Been a good day for everybody to sleep. But it, this is one of the best shows we always have because it's the follow up thing. And we're going to have Mike Helton, who's uh, the main guy at NASCAR, unless your last name is France. Uh, and, well, and, and some of those aren't in too good of graces right now. No, we're well, <laughs> one of them that ain't in too good of graces at all. But we're going to get to chat with him at 10.20. And Barry's got some other stuff lined up. Got a
2: special guest at 11 o'clock that I think we're all... Uh, Going to be interested in, and a good friend of ours in the show, and uh, we need to catch up with him at least once a year, and that's Mark Hauser.
4: It is. I'll, I'll be glad to talk to Mark. Now, Mark and I are Facebook friends, and we, we talk on Facebook, but I haven't spoken to him, actually, since he, he left to go out west. Well, um, you remember last year on our last show, or next to last show, we
2: had him in the studio uh, for like oh half yeah, an hour. i forgotten about
4: that. Yeah, we had, yeah. Mark,
2: we're going to do something with Mark every year, and then at 11.20 for just a few minutes because we don't want to cut too much into uh, Alan's time. Alan will be here at 11 o'clock to tell us the local scene, what's left of it. But we're going to have Joe Delaney, who's one of the uh, I don't know what his title is. He's one of the big shots here at the station. Me. It, well, that'll do. Uh, he and his brother Ryan, and of course Ryan Clary, and I guess Hauser to some <laughs> some extent, as far as I'm concerned, and I've said it before, saved Spartanburg Radio, and I'm I'm real proud of them for that. So anyway, we'll have Joe on here and touch base with them for a few minutes.
3: That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's all positive. The only thing that ain't positive is cold and rainy. But you know, you gotta have water. The, 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 the good <laughs> it does Lord comes in
4: handy. It, Mixes it well
2: with the bourbon.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it, you gotta have it. Of course, and my wife, she, she's doing. She's got it real hard right now. She's down in Bahamas, speaking of water. Cruise. So. uh she said, don't call me. I've talked to her once. She said, Just don't be calling me. You worry about going to the radio show and taking care of the dogs.
4: So, and mind her. I, well, uh, Greg learned the, the two greatest words a man can can utter in marriage. Yes, dear. I see it. I'll get to it as soon as possible.
2: Uh, we um, actually had a race last weekend that... Uh, wrapped up the season i thought it was kind of a bore i i was unhappy with the the four guys in it i mean maybe one or two of them might have been okay but to have three guys on the same team um and and harvick i you know uh maybe that won't happen again and and it's been three three years i think since the chevrolet's been involved so uh we can um maybe touch on some of that with mike helton but greg answer me a question now as many pit stops as you called and everything, and I don't think this has changed over the years. How in the world could Truex come in to make a crucial last pit stop, or maybe it was the next to last, and put the right side tires on the left side and the left side tires on the right side? I mean, how in the world can can that happen? And the only way that could happen
3: is either is. Either it's done deliberate, and usually what they do is put left left sides all the way around. You know, kind of the situation they got into with with, with Petty up there at uh, Charlotte. Uh, but but assuming it wasn't deliberate, I mean, I, know, I, it wasn't deliberate. But that, that's, I don't think that, they threw the championship away on uh, on purpose. But you know, I just don't. That that's so negligent. I mean, yeah that that is a, that shows that. What's happened to racing is it's gotten so diversified with so many people. And, and uh, you know, you, like any business, you know, you got the, you got the doers and, and, and the key people, but they hire so many people that sometimes somebody slips through the cracks or something, that, that, or they take on a job that they're not supposed to be doing. Or trained to do. But that right there is just uncalled for. I, I mean, if you do it deliberate and think you get away with it, but well, putting the right sides on the left, uh, that's, a, that's,
2: that's a joke. Well, that's what Truex did, and it cost him his shot at the championship. I don't think that was the last pit stop. I think it might have been the, the next to last, but it got him so far behind, they, they never got caught back up. But, uh, okay, how about the other guy that pulled a boner? i know this was his last pit stop when uh, and hamlin i thought was going to win the championship but when he came in and uh that guy leans, uh, leans over there and slaps that piece of tape on the on the grill and after about three laps he looks like the uh <laughs> like a of motive going around. looks like the cannonball express coming through there with the steam popping you know shooting out of the hood and uh he had to make an extra pit stop to take the tape back off. So that was another bonehead mistake.
3: You know, yeah, that, that, you're right, Perry. That that was another one. Uh, the biggest thing that I, I was—I—I I didn't much like the way the race turned out. I didn't particularly like who won the, the overall thing. He didn't make a mistake, though. No, he didn't. And, or his crew didn't. And he—he he runs good. You got to, you know, hats off to all of them. I mean, you can't argue with the record book. Uh, on a lot of this stuff, but uh, it, what I was really impressed with, you know, Perry had been that it's been down there at that racetrack, and it, how many times they've redone it? About two or three times. Yeah,
2: but I never saw that configuration when I left there. They had gone from the Indianapolis shape to a, a flat oval, and then after I left <sighs> Miami, which was in two thousand and one, they uh, that's when they banked it with that progressive banking. I like the track.
3: I think the track is fantastic now because you know. We had talked about it, and you've been to the racetrack and seen some of the races because, you know, yeah. you and your wife lived down there for a while. But the racetrack that they got is is really a nice racetrack. It's beautiful.
2: And why in the world, they, they're moving it. I think it's great for the final race of the season. I think it should be in a big international city. I think Las Vegas would be the only place I'd like better than Homestead or Miami because, man, those guys... After after the championship, they, they get on their boats, they go to the Keys, they go to the Bahamas, they go fishing. You know, they don't want to come back up north immediately and, uh, you know, get back into this nasty weather like we're having today. And, I mean, they moved it to Phoenix, which is a nice place, but the tracks I don't think is good. The uh, um, It's not as conducive to close racing, I don't think, with all that crazy diving down uh, across the apron and all that stuff. I just... I just think Homestead in Miami is better all the way around for the sport. But that was it. They won't be back. They, you know when they come back? They come back in March. That's when the new the new schedule, which we're going to touch on a little bit here shortly, is um, it, it's all jumbled up with uh, Indy on the 4th of July. And this is another thing that we can talk to Mike Helton about, the schedule next year. Two races at Pocono on the same weekend. But, you know, they'll be back at Homestead in, in March. So, um
3: and they go use Phoenix as a lot. La- I mean,
2: the- yeah, Phoenix at the end of the season, and uh, oh, they that- got, they got that dry, cool out there, Ronnie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that I- racetrack, I don't like it. Well, you know, they moved the start finish line to the turn. I mean, they just done it. They improved it a little, but it used to be that they would went go out to the West Coast. You know, you had the Winston West guys and everything, but they'd pay Richard Petty some extra money. To go there to draw the fans, and he would almost have to let somebody win every now and then. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but but the Cup guys have been going there since
2: '88, and that's when uh, Cole Wilkie did his uh, Polish victory lap. Yeah, that was his first big win. And um, but anyway, that's the way it is. That's what they're going to do. It's going to be in uh, in home um, in Phoenix next year for the uh, for the. Um, Final race of the year, which I just think's kind of
4: dopey, kind of anticlimactic. It, it, it
2: really is, and you know, actually, it's a uh, it's like called the Ford Racing Weekend, which Toyota dominated, mm-hmm. and um, but you know, the truck race was on Friday night, which we talked about last week. They uh, they used to have their banquet like uh, the Monday night, I think, after the Homestead yeah. race, which Miami is also a great place, you know, to have the banquet and everything too. Um, and while we're talking about it, we might as well get we'll, we'll, we'll get more into the cup later. But they also decided the uh, Xfinity Championship last Saturday afternoon. And it was won by Tyler Reddick. And Tyler Reddick drives for uh, Richard Childress. So Richard's got some big things going on next year with uh, all of his teams. But Cole Custer was second. Chase Briscoe was third. And uh, Christopher Bell was fifth but finished fourth in the standings. Jeremy Clements had a decent race. He finished 16th, but he was not able to catch Gray Galding. Gray uh, finished right behind him in 17th and actually uh, uh, finished 14 points ahead of Jeremy for that coveted 13th place in the standings of the first guys that didn't make the chase. So,
4: um, the playoffs. we, we said before, even with Jeremy finishing 13th, 14th, 15th, he's doing it with a 20th place car. Yeah,
2: and, uh... He might be listening this morning, but you know, Jeremy, we're proud of you. We followed Absolutely. you every week. We had you on twice this year, didn't we? I think so. And uh, you know, hope you'll continue to come on. And that's our that's our local team. We used to have a whole bunch of them, didn't we, Greg? And
3: we had a, we had a ton of them. You <laughs> were this, one of them. This was this was the hub uh, of all the real talent. You know, from Pearson and and also the Clements. I mean. They, Cotton Cotton Owens, Daddy of uh, uh, Pearson, uh, Hilton, uh Hilton, I mean, yeah. about run second points about two or three times, and and won won a race, and you know James always run good. We had a sponsor, but uh, G. C. Spencer. Oh, you could go on and on. Al I
2: Mohenders, mean, we honored Elmo, last week. Uh, yeah. um, Jack Smith, you know Smith, on and on and
3: on. And you know the the fact that they didn't. Put Jack Smith in the top fifty drivers. Well, they, I warned him. Said, that made Daddy so mad. He said that that can't possibly.
2: Well, be he only right. won twenty one races
3: <laughs> or twenty four, yeah. whatever it was. Uh, yeah, but like I say, even though I love the Wood Brothers and everything, but Glenn got in it and what he win like nine.
2: Well, yeah, it's uh, it was it's a political political thing. But anyway, that's uh, probably a discussion for another time. We wanna we wanna wrap up the two thousand and nineteen. Uh, today, and you know, look, looking back on the season, I guess there, there's a lot of to take away from it. They actually, uh, speaking of taking away, if you got caught cheating as, and and won the race, they took it away. Yeah, that happened what once in the trucks and once I think once or twice in Xfinity. It didn't happen with the big boys, but um, you know that was a, a controversial rule when they put it in there. And then when they needed to apply it, you know, they actually did. So uh there was uh there was instances where you uh you went to victory lane but uh you ended up ultimately not getting the points or uh, and actually getting fined to points and money. So um uh, gonna there, be a lot of changes. Go ahead, Greg, there's gonna be a lot of changes next
3: year. Yeah, but the way I always looked at it is the guy that, you know, actually won the race regardless of cheating or anything else. The win needs to stand, not necessarily with the points, but they that that guy won the race.
2: But if he cheated, he didn't win the race fairly. I, I can't agree with you there, but I mean I respect your opinion, Greg, and you were entitled to an opinion more than anybody in this room because you lived
3: it. But, yeah, uh, my uh, opinion ain't always exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
2: your opinion, though. I mean, it's I just. Uh, I know what you're saying. I agree with you. I went to Atlanta. Oh, you got a
3: big motor and roller camshaft, stuff like that.
2: But you shouldn't have been out there to begin with if you got by with all that stuff. No. But, uh, you know, it's a a slippery slope when you start taking stuff away. What about the year they took away uh, the Sonoma race from Ricky Rudd for spinning out Davy Allison, which I thought was the biggest bunch of hooey I've ever seen. You know, and and uh, I mean that was nothing that hadn't been done a thousand times.
3: But Ricky told me after that that situation, and we were out there, and he said, "I knew one one day something like this was going to happen." And he said, "I figured it'd be me." <laughs> and and it, 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 that was that that was ridiculous. <laughs> and NAS, but NASCAR had like a, an extra lap to think about it. Yeah. Right. And, but you know, Rudd Rudd's thinking he's going to get the the white flag or what? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, it was on the next and election. They, and they and they gave him the the black flag. Well, he went under the checkered flag, but
2: uh, yeah. uh, he went off across the line first, but they didn't wave the checkered flag, if I remember it correctly, until Allison went went by, yeah. and it was like he's like, well, where's my flag? <laughs> yeah. So when they went to the banquet a couple of weeks later, and they all got up on the stage, he gave uh, he gave. Uh, Davey Allison that handkerchief to dry his
3: tears. <laughs> yeah, well, well, if I can mention one thing, yeah, you know, for we you know we got Mike helping all these great guests coming on, but uh, uh, the the situation another one that was real bad. Make it quick. Ha- had to be with Mark Martin. Oh yeah, uh, on a deal with a spacer cost him a championship. It cost him a championship, and I I had to be the lucky person to put it on the dyno that Zach thing. And it really wasn't a gain at all. It was a spacer for the carburetors, yeah, right? And he had it two and a half inches versus two inches. But people have been adjusting that to get the cow straight yeah. and, and the motor thing. And I run it and and we had France and Dick Beatty down there and and Daddy told me the same thing, he said, Look, that spacer didn't win the race. Mark Martin and Jack Rouse's motor in good drive in one race. That that that, that was completely insignificant. Yeah. But, but it had a crew guy that, that that was new, and when they come in to do the... They wrap a towel around it. But anyway, that, we'll, we'll, that's something we can talk to Rouse next year about.
2: Yeah, that was... Uh, I think we did talk to him this year about it, as a matter of fact. But uh, we're going to take a break right now and come back and talk to our probably maybe... The most special, special guest we have every year. He's so nice. We have him twice. And that's uh, Mike Helton. So stay tuned for uh, Start Your Engines. You're listening to uh, Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Driving Studios.
0: There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3
5: FM. When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946.
6: Oh, 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 oh,
0: Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay so for the rest of you. Download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400.
7: Every now and then we need to get away and relax and there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill and a boat ramp marina with ethanol free gas. Hookups available on nightly weekly or monthly. Watery Lake, RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to 3 days. Call 803-273-3013. Get Black Friday Steals and Deals all month long
8: at Greer Nissan. Combine the Nissan Year End Sales Event with Black Friday and that means you're going to get the best deals of the year on over 300 new Nissans in stock like an all new 2020 Nissan Altima for just $139 a month or get 0% an APR for up to 72 months, or a new Nissan Rogue for $189 a month, or buy for just $22,999. That's not all. Get a new Nissan Murano for only $199 a month, or save up to $10,000 off, or get a new Nissan Titan SV for only $229 a month, or save up to $10,000 off. Get these Black Friday Steals and Deals all month long during the year-end sales event at Greer Nissan. Greer Nissan. Low prices. Big sales. Selection and committed to quality customer service. Visit us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or you can see all our deals online at GreerNissan.com. 864 479 1197. More details.
9: F45 Training, the world's fastest-growing fitness network, has now made its way to Rova. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts, which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45, functional fitness training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Rova. Or call at 864-810-4528. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barber shops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today
0: at 466-5289. The Elite Audio text line is open via the Fox Sports 1400 app. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400, either at the Apple Store or via Google Play.
2: And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, and it is my great pleasure to welcome for the second time this year Mr. Mike Helton. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. Start your engines with us.
1: Thank you. Uh, it's, it's always fun to open up the season and kind of close it off with a uh, conversation with you guys. So well, thanks for having
2: me. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, i uh, it, it's hard to believe that it was 10 months ago when we were talking that uh, uh, they were firing up the ARCA cars or something in the background. <laughs> That's when you talked to us. And uh, time just really Hello. flies time by. Goes we 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 appreciate you coming on uh, you know it was um it was a heck of a year for nascar uh, i know that um there were a lot of changes implemented and there's going to be a lot more coming up in the future but um you know uh, just a ballpark overall assessment how do you think things went with taking the wins away from drivers and and visiting some venues for the last time at certain uh, at the same time of the year you know Breaking up some traditions and making new traditions. What? How do you feel about it?
1: Well, I would I would rate the nineteen season as pretty daggone good. Uh, we did have a lot of minutia going on, and, and and we start start earlier now talking about what future schedules are going to look like. And so in twenty twenty will we'll, we'll switch up some things. But I think the our fans and, and the folks that follow NASCAR, those that get the opportunity to, to come to the racetracks on occasion and but, but certainly expect a quality product at home when they get a chance to watch it. Um, I think we we delivered okay. I, uh, I hope we did. It feels like, and I know we've really tried to and I think we're trying to with, with, with more effort and, and more Collaborative work among the stakeholders in the sport, the teams, the tracks, the drivers, and, and uh, the manufacturers, to to do the right thing. And I think we're beginning to see results of that, and we will see results of that over the next couple of seasons. the The arrow package this year was was uh, was interesting. I think um, we saw great benefit of them on the mile and a half tracks, uh, and and maybe. Maybe we, we got some work to do on the, on the short tracks, uh, in uh, the, Richmond's and the Dover's and, uh, the, the road courses, but, uh, and I think this year has been entertaining. Uh, I think the teams have worked hard to do their job in this sport. Uh, our broadcast partners, Fox, NBC are spectacular, uh, media outlets for the coverage of our sport and delivering our sport to our fans. Uh, all of that come together really well, and, and, and behind the scenes, you know, we had a lot of business uh, decisions made uh, in, in the organization and, and throughout the industry. So it's, it's 19 is a busy year, but I, I think as we absorb it over the next couple of weeks, now that we've got a chance to catch our breath and think about it, uh, I think that we're going to look back and say, you know what, 19 was pretty good, and it teased us up to go into 2020 really well.
3: Well, well, Mike, like I say, I, I, I agree with you. This this was, was an interesting series, uh, uh, a year for, for NASCAR. And uh, one of the things that people don't quite understand, it, that being NASCAR, you got to put on different hats. I mean, you know, to, to, to look out for the promoters, the safety and everything else. I, I think it turned out uh, really good. And another thing that people don't quite understand is, is the, the cars you drive now on the street, They got computers and stuff in them, and and NASCAR has to change along with what the manufacturers are doing. And a lot of people, you know, they think you're supposed to be out there running uh, cars like we did in the 60s, but you you can't do that because the cars they sell now, uh, I got my wife a Mustang, and Perry's got one, and he got about a reading instruction book because of all the computer stuff on it. NASCAR has to follow suit with that, and y'all've done an excellent job of it. And yeah, we're, and we're trying to, we're trying
1: to be relevant and particularly, uh, it begins with the relationship we've got with Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota and, and they're in this sport because they've got a, a, a very specific, uh, program to be in NASCAR racing because they, they can tell the story of what they do in showrooms around the world, uh, via what what their track or what their cars performance wise will do on a racetrack but but you're right we we what and 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 you know you guys and and i'm we're kind of old school race fans we're we're old school nascar folks and 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 it it would be nice if we were still running cars that came out of the showroom and you simply just put different tires on it and drove it to the racetrack and raced it but that's just not possible anymore there's a there's a significant separation now between racing and transportation, but the common denominator is the automobile. And, and when you hear us talk about the next gen, uh, it's, it's not just the style lines and what the, the Mustang or the Camaro or what the Camry would look like, uh, on the outside of the, the, the skin of the car, but it's, it's also more, uh, relevant technology underneath the car. That the that the I think our fans deserve, our competitors deserve, and our sport deserves, and and it can be done in a way that delivers what NASCAR fans expect it to deliver, and it also encourages the the interest level and the and the the engagement of the OEMs in our sport.
2: We're talking to Mike so. Helton, the uh, um, vice chairman of NASCAR, and Mike, I, I try to every year. Or every time we talk to you. I, I tried to come up with one kind of a tough question for you, and but this one's not too bad, I don't think. Uh, how, how concerned is NASCAR, in your opinion, that uh, Chevrolet hasn't made the, the chase the last three years? I mean, is that bothersome? I know it has got to be for Chevrolet. Well,
10: you know, I think there's,
1: and when you've been around the sport for a long time, like, like Greg and I have, you see pendulum swings. And, and there's a, there's the, the, the Chevrolet teams, which, which boils down to Hendrick and Childress and Canassi, I think have done very good keeping up with everything. But when you look at all the different driver changes that Hendrick has gone through and, and that Childress has gone through, and, and everybody wonders why Ganassi may outrun those two bowtie teams uh, more often than not. Uh, I, I just think we're in a, a window where circumstances uh, keep them from keeping up with as much as... But that's, that's temporary. That is not going to stay that way. I can tell you, Rick Hendrick, Richard Childress, Chip Ganassi, Jim Campbell from Chevrolet, Mark Royce at the corporate headquarters... That is not going to stay that way. And I think circumstances have dealt cards uh, to the Chevrolet brand over the past couple of seasons, that that they're going to get a good set of cards here pretty
4: soon. Well, it seems like, you know, in the last few years, Toyota has really decided to throw a lot of money at NASCAR as far as development of their teams and their cars. And I know you don't really strive for parity, but how do you help with the competitiveness of the other manufacturers when... Toyota's willing to throw all the money at it. Well,
1: I, I think we work hard and always have, and, if, and Steve O'Donnell and Scott Miller and Melton Sawyer and John probst and the both the guys at the R and D. Center right now, they do as good a job as ever in keeping the arrow package the same and the horsepower of the hood the same. Or the under the hood the same. Uh, but you do have the variables of setting up a car the driver's preferences and how good the team and the chemistry is relating to all that. And, you know, I don't know that Toyota has has spent the money that they get credit for having spent. I simply think that Joe Gibbs' organization is really on the ball right now, just like Hendricks has been and will be, just like Jack Roush used to be and will be again, I hope, Uh, and, and Richard Childress Racing. Uh, we've gone through 72 years of history, and there are very well-organized teams that do the winning for some reason or another, and I think right now it's just
2: Joe Gibbs' window. Uh, we're talking to Mike Helton with NASCAR. Uh, Mike, just your thoughts in general on the retirement of Jimmy Johnson. I mean, uh, he's going to run one more year, and I guess everywhere he goes, they'll give him the, the rocking chair <laughs> or something, but... Uh, you know, that's that's another pretty big name that NASCAR... I know we got some good good young drivers coming up, but this is a big one, a seven-time champion that we're losing.
1: It is, and, and I, I appreciate Jimmy doing it the way he's doing it instead of uh, deciding on the end of November that he's not going to come back in February the following year. He's going to give us a year to celebrate with him. He's going to give himself and his team a year to compete, win more races, and, and there's no doubt in my mind he'll go for that eighth championship uh just as hard fought as ever and uh so will hendrick motorsports will we'll put the effort behind him but jimmy is a class act and he uh his entire nascar career albeit you know a little shaky at the beginning in the xfinity series he certainly uh, very quickly made a name for himself and his style and his 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 level of class uh Twenty-four hours a day is what makes Jimmy Johnson, and and I I, I suspect that I, I'm not sure that we really grasp the the uh, I'm trying to find the right word, but I just don't think we really grasp the the the, the amount of
2: magnitude. Of magnitude. That's a good word. Thank you. I don't think we really.
1: Grasp the magnitude of Jimmy Johnson's 20-year era in NASCAR right now, and and I hope we do some of that in 2020 so that we can convey to him correctly uh, how grateful we are that he's been in our sport. And I'm sure history books 20 years from now, uh, it'll be they'll talk about the Jimmy Johnson era uh, in NASCAR. But he's he's a remarkable driver, but more importantly, he is one remarkable person. Uh, away from the racetrack and I, I think that's that's as much as anything but he's had a great career we knew this day was going to come uh, uh, and we've had we're, we're cycling through the Tony Stewart's and the Carl Edwards and the Matt Kansas and the Dale Juniors uh, and now Jimmy Johnson uh, and that's not new to us we've had we've had these transitions in the past in our sport and it's always someone new that steps up and uh, I know Kyle Busch has done it, and, and he's been around for a while, but I'm excited uh, to, to see these cats come up from the Xfinity Series next year. Tyler Reddick, Cole Custer, and Christopher Bell, uh, that, that, those three guys, wow, I really enjoy watching them race in the Xfinity Series, and I, that's going to be one rookie class that's going to be probably as significant a rookie class as it was back when
3: Sr. and Terry Lebonnie and some of those guys. Well, Mike, one thing that, you know, hats off NASCAR. Uh, Y'all always have have tried to do everything, you know, to save money and do things, and you do do it great. But one thing people forget that me and you know, that Richard Petty and Cale and, and Pearson and Bud Moore and the list goes on and on can't race forever. I mean, it just it just don't work that Indeed. way, and you got to have a you know a new group of people come in. I mean, it's like we had a transition in several situations, and you know, so people people kind of like to live in the past a little bit. That's kind of normal for us old folks, I guess. But uh, NASCAR has always took that in consideration. I mean, it's good to have a uh, put them in Hall of Fames and let them go to the racetrack, but they can't race forever. You know, you got to change with the times.
1: Yeah, you're right. And that's why we put so much focus on our, 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 our grassroots racing programs and our feeder series. Uh, we're celebrating banquets up here this weekend, uh, expanding the uh, truck series last night. Tonight will be our, our, re- our regional weekly and our Canadian, our Mexican, our European series, but the k and East, the k and West, the modified uh in our weekly program and and we do that because we know that 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 those that aspire to be in this sport, whether they're drivers or owners or, or crew members, need a place to 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 learn that craft. Uh we don't have stock car racing in elementary or high schools or colleges as a sport, so we it's on us to make sure we create that Opportunities so that we can have the next generation of, of participants in our sport.
2: Mike, before we let you go, and we're up against it now, but uh, I think one thing that gets overlooked until until it hits the fan and uh, and there's a big uh, it's all over the newspapers. But NASCAR's safety record this year, unless I'm forgetting something, was uh, it was almost unbeatable. I I can't think of any serious injury uh, or anything, and that's. You know, running all those laps, all those races at all those extremely high speeds and uh, and nobody significantly that I can think of got hurt. I mean, you got to tip your hat to, to NASCAR for that and you and all the people there that make it happen.
1: Yeah, I always get nervous. Now, I'm knocking on a piece of wood right now, uh, but you're right. There's a lot of people in the motorsports industry and uh, for a long time now that, that focus We've got several people uh, that work for Steve O'Donnell at the R&D Center, and their job every day is to look at, at maintaining and what you do next to make our race cars even safer than they are today. And and it's still a dangerous sport, and it's there's serious. still a lot of action that goes on out there, but but uh, we'll thank the good Lord that we got through 2019 in a pretty reasonable fashion and... and, and ask
2: him to watch over us in 2020 and we'll keep working it. well thank you mike and uh we'll have to let you go and, and we really appreciate you taking the time to come on our show twice a year and uh get us started and, and and get us uh wrapped up here and i know greg uh does a great job getting a getting us our guests and you uh you're always a thrill to have on every year and we really appreciate it and we hope you and all your family and everyone has a very very um Happy holidays, and hopefully we'll talk to you next February.
1: I hope so, too, and thanks for the opportunity. You know, you're, you're, the root of your show, and I know it goes out in a lot of places now, but the root of your show is, is we share the same roots in Spartanburg, South Carolina, that in NASCAR world. So I always enjoy getting a chance to sit and talk to you guys and and talk about the sport, and you give us a good platform to be able to tell our side of things. So thank you, and and hope you and, and everyone listening have a great holiday as well. And we'll see you down in
2: Daytona. Thank you so much. And uh, talk to you next year, Mike. Thanks for everything. Okay. And that's Mike Helton. I tell you what, Greg, they don't come any bigger, any better than Mike Helton. And uh, thanks again for getting us
3: the best. Well, Mike uh, remembers old days. and, and uh, It's great. I mean, he, 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 he does a fantastic job.
2: Yeah, I mean, he remembers when uh, he was at Bristol Speedway in the... He knows what it's all about. But we're going to take a break right now and come back and talk to uh, Nelson Crozier. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg.
8: Get Black Friday Steals and Deals all month long at Greer Nissan. Combine the Nissan year-end sales event with Black Friday, and that means you're going to get the best deals of the year on over 300 new Nissans in stock, like an all-new 2020 Nissan Altima for just $139 a month, or get 0% APR for up to 72 months, or a new Nissan Rogue for $189 a month, or buy for just $22,999. That's not all. Get a new Nissan Murano for only $199 a month or save up to $10,000 off or get a new Nissan Titan SV for only $229 a month or save up to $10,000 off. Get these Black Friday steals and deals all month long during the year-end sales event at Greer Nissan. Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Visit us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or you can see all our deals online at greernissan.com. 864-479-1197.
12: Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274.
13: Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster and the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott, can help you to Design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
8: Get Black Friday Steals and Deals all month long at Greer Nissan. Combine the Nissan year-end sales event with Black Friday, and that means you're going to get the best deals of the year on over 300 new Nissans in stock like an all-new 2020 Nissan. Nissan Altima for just $139 a month, or get 0% APR for up to 72 months, or a new Nissan Road for $189 a month, or buy for just $22,999. That's not all. Get a new Nissan Murano for only $199 a month, or save up to $10,000 off, or get a new Nissan Titan SV for only $229 a month, or save up to $10,000 off. Get these Black Friday Steals and Deals all month long during the year-end sales of Greer Nissan, Greer Nissan, low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Visit us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or you can see all our deals online at GreerNissan.com. 864-479-1197. More
7: details.
8: F45 Training, the world's fastest-growing
9: fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts, which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45, emotional fitness training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba. Or call at
0: 864-810-4528. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Nelson Crozier is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now. Good morning, Nelson. How are you
2: doing this morning? Oh, cold and whack cold and wet yeah, well man. get inside it's pretty dry in there that's right well congratulations on taking the championship uh and congratulations on me for not winning a dang race all year i'm a i'm i'll have my
4: host well, you're a historian you're not a prognosticator <laughs> yeah
2: and that was historically bad choices i made this year but uh anyway nelson was a champion and uh Greg gave it a good run. Ronnie, Alan, everybody won races but me, but uh, your trophy's here waiting on you whenever you get back to Spartanburg, Nelson. Maybe we'll mail it to you. Okay,
10: well, keep it there. Give me an in incentive to come back down.
2: There you go, and we would love to have you down. So, how in the world, and I've already asked Greg this this morning one time, but how in the world, on the biggest race of the year for those four guys last week, do you put the wrong side tires on the car? I mean, I didn't hear of a goof-up like that in any series all year long. Maybe I missed it, but that's that's a pretty big mistake to make.
10: It's a big mistake, but you got to remember, these guys on the pit crews are not racers. Uh, they're hired professionals to do the pit stop.
2: But, I mean, there's somebody that's, uh, they just don't go over to, uh, you know, reach over and, and pick up a whole bunch of, uh, 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 pick up some tires, do they? I mean, somebody has hopefully given them the tires that they're supposed to put on and I, whoever that person is then, some, somebody just, you know, somebody dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on giving blame, but I, I, it just looks like a mistake that can't happen anymore.
10: One of three things happened. Somebody either doesn't know the difference between an L and an R. <laughs> and the, tires That's right. a, the tires were put in the wrong spot or they were wheels over the
2: wall in the wrong order. Well, whatever it was, it was a bad time to make that mistake. I, I don't think that was the last pit stop, but it put him behind. It was it was pretty late in the race. Well, what about, I actually thought, as hot as he was had gotten, that uh, Hamlin was going to walk away the champion. But, you know, he has that guy slap a piece of tape on there. Now, who calculated how much tape to put and, and where to put it, or... Uh, did he just, I mean, I'm sure somebody told him to do it, but uh, they usually have those things figured out, you know, a little more exactly so he doesn't look like a, a steam locomotive coming back into pits in a few laps.
10: Well, it's, it's possible that they, uh, it was just a gamble that, uh, you know, if we put this on, we will <clears throat> we'll keep the power and will the engine last and give us that aerodynamic advantage, uh, you know. I wasn't privy to it,
3: so it's hard to say. Well, one of the things, Nelson, I think that, that you, you hit on. The teams are so big now. You actually have, and they got a lot of engineers. They got a lot of good, of good people now, but they have so many people that sometimes you could, you got too many, you got too many chiefs and not enough Indians. I, I mean, or, or followers, and no get, question about it. But they got so many people that you actually have a a very smart person that's involved in it, and they'll make a mistake that absolutely is—it's either done deliberate to try to get by with something, kind of like we've seen happen. But uh, I'm not Perry. That—that's pretty uncalled for. But when you got so many people. I can see how it can happen now, but like I say, if the tires got on the wrong side back in our day, uh, it was done deliberate because that, but this was just an absolute mess up. I mean, that it, it, it was uncalled for. That, that, that's plum embarrassing it should be for the team and uh, whoever done it. Right, well, uh, you
10: know, uh, back to the generation uh, or so ago, uh, you know, Lots fewer people, and you know the standard of command on the tires was direct and the crew chief said, "Put these tires on there somebody's going to question it uh nowadays nobody's going to question it
2: well uh, I bet there'll be somebody overlooking that on the, the Gibbs team from now on uh, it that is a um th- that's the team that used to be from uh Oh, what was the fella? Barney v- Vassar? Visser, was that his name? That's his old team. Uh, is that pretty much intact well, from uh, when he had it, or was there a lot of personnel changes when it became Gibbs?
10: Well, even when it, uh, it was Barney Visser's team, the pitch crew was Joe Gibbs' pitch crew. Ah, okay. Well, you answered that. Uh, you got to remember one thing. Colorado marijuana is legal. <laughs>
4: marijuana is not legal in that But bump. Yeah, but you know, it's the
2: uh, I don't you know, and here's what I found out. It is legal in Colorado, there's no question about that. But I work for a bank that will kick your rear end out of the bank if you're if you have any type of marijuana connection, like a CBD store or a hydroponics or anything if they if if you can be connected with um Marijuana, whether it's legal in the state or not, it's still a federal violation. And uh, the bank I work for will will exit you, uh, no questions asked. Let me touch on something here now with the last few minutes we have you for the year, Nelson. Um, Some of the changes for next year, I printed this out because there's no way I could keep up with it. And I probably don't have all of them because I got a lot to be announced uh, here. But you got with Daughtry Racing, you got Ricky Stenhouse going there. You got Richard Childress is going to have Tyler Reddick in the eight car. Uh, it doesn't have a number for Stenhouse, but it would probably be well, 37 or 47, probably 37 or, uh, well, I'm not sure. What number was Ryan Priest? I think he was 37. So, anyway,
10: right.
2: Uh, you got uh, Chris Boucher taking over at, in the number 17 car for Stenhouse at Roush. You got Cole Custer taking over for uh, Sanchez at Haas uh Stuart Haas in the 41. So uh, uh, you got Matt D. Benedetto going to the Wood Brothers. I know Greg will be picking him all next year. And um, Christopher Bell is in that uh, very capable car number 95 that almost won a race this year at Bristol, uh, the Levine family car. So uh, uh, anything I'm missing? And, uh, you know, we just had Mike Helton on, and he was very high about the new class of rookies coming in. All of those weren't rookies, but all of those were changes that I'm sure of.
10: Right. I, I think we covered most of the uh, changes there. Uh, a couple of things to consider. Hamlin has uh, sold the surgery, but it's supposed to be back uh, in time for Daytona. Uh, in the Fox booth, it's going from a three-man uh, booth to a two-man booth. Uh, with Mike goodness. Story and Jeff Gordon. Do you think they'll... Try to stick Jimmy Johnson somewhere
2: in a couple of years. I mean, I think uh, I think NBC could just roll a bench in there, and they got you know so many people in there already.
10: <laughs> yeah but you can't tell who's
2: who I, I know it, and, <laughs> and right, I agree you. with you so much I was there was one show I was listening to on the podcast that I wasn't actually on the show and you called the NBC announcers there's a bunch of squeaky mice or something and I was sitting there right. in my car listening and I said you know go for it Nelson and I couldn't agree more right uh,
10: one thing that Mike was talking about was you know you can't run uh showroom style cars uh You're on the racetrack. Well, Jim France has proven uh, that you can. Uh, He's really taking the IMSA series to new levels. And basically, they're showroom stock cars, uh, you know, safety enhancements. Well,
3: Well, no doubt about that, Nelson. And the sport has to change in, in, in a lot of ways because the cars that you buy now, Aren't like what they were. I mean, you got to have an instruction manual to, to crank the thing up. I mean, so they got to follow that. But it's a complicated situation, and and I thought Mike done a a good job of e- explaining a lot of that. But like you said, behind the scenes, I mean, some of the stuff that happened is that you just got too many people walking on top of each other, and. That's just what happens with the big corporation or whatever. I mean, just too many
10: people. One one will change for next year. I think there's going to be one less person on pit Road per team.
2: Okay, well, maybe that's the guy that sticks the tape on the nose. I don't know. But uh, in a couple of minutes, we got left. Well, we actually don't have a couple of minutes left. But Nelson, I wanted to... to, uh, Just thank you for coming on the show. You've been a staple of this show since before I was on it, and you used to even come on in the afternoons, uh, I think once a week, with Mark Hauser, and and we're having Hauser on after the break from, uh, if he's out of bed yet, out there in Oregon, (laughs) but um, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. I know uh, you've had some other issues, plus going to as many races as you can, and And we had such a good time with you up at uh, Mount Airy that weekend. So uh, just thanks for everything you do for Start Your Engines, Nelson. And uh, um, I'm going to send you the contract for next year. Hopefully, you'll sign it and get it back to us before February.
10: Okay. And just uh, two mentions before we go. Uh, Got a minute. One Toyota was very vocal. They will be out of NASCAR if they go to a spec engine. Okay.
2: They've probably got a.
10: you know, there will be no spec engine. Uh, and second, everybody's talking about the horsepower. Well, Greg's well aware it's not horsepower, it's a torque curve. And that's where some of these teams really have it on the edge. They're putting the torque where they have an advantage coming off the turn and holding it down the straightaway.
3: Yeah. And, and I agree, another thing, too, and like Perry was hinting on, the crate motor deal. I ain't never like that. Everybody, you got to have the Runt Pitman versus the Duckies and the Waddell Wilsons. But uh, yeah, yeah, we are running a little bit short of time. But Perry, any more last minute? No,
2: I just wanted to th- make make sure I got in a good thank you to Nelson for uh, all he's done for the show, and uh, we'll let you go, Nelson. Uh, we'll keep up with you over the off season and uh, um, stay in touch. We love you.
10: Oh, certainly will, and uh, you all have a good Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah, we'll probably talk before Christmas, but for everybody else, have a Merry Christmas as well.
2: Thank you very much, Nelson, and we'll talk to you next year. That's Nelson Crozier, great guy. The uh, smartest man I know. He is. He did he no it again just now. I don't remember what he said exactly, but he, was, he straightened me out on something. But we're going to take a break right now, and we're going to come back after the top of the hour, and... Um, Talk to Mark Houser out in the great far west. You're listening to Start Your Engines.
0: We are Fox Wars. We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg.
8: Get Black Friday Steals and Deals all month long at Greer Nissan. Combine the Nissan year-end sales event with Black Friday, and that means you're going to get the best deals of the year on over 300 new Nissans in stock, like an all-new 2020 Nissan Altima for just $139 a month, or get 0% APR for up to 72 months, or a new Nissan Rogue for $189 a month, or buy for just $22,999. That's not all. Get a new Nissan Murano for only $199 a month or save up to $10,000 off or get a new Nissan Titan SV for only $229 a month or save up to $10,000 off. Get these Black Friday steals and deals all month long during the year end sales event at Greer Nissan. Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Visit us on Wade Hampton Boulevard
6: or you can see all our deals online at greernissan.com. 864-479-1197.
13: Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster and the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott, can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation the sooner you begin the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended contact trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit trentlancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
9: F45 Training, the world's fastest-growing fitness network has now made its way to Rova. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now at 45 Oaksville Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Rova, or call at
0: 864-810-4528. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina.
4: Gentlemen, start your ridden
0: and welcome back
2: to the second hour of start your engines on fox sports 1400 and we rousted him out of bed from uh polishing the school bus and milking the cows or whatever he's doing out there in oregon our great friend of the show love to have him on mark hauser how you doing mark i'm good terry i
14: need to for the uh fact-checking here we there's no dairy cows out here there's not enough feed, so they're they're all beef cows <laughs> so you know we just i want to be accurate to the the ranchers out here how are you my friend we're
2: doing great and we're so tickled to have you on the show and uh i know we had you in the studio last year before you packed up and headed west but uh uh i want to have you on Every year, you know, and I, we we get a little burst of you every now and then with some of your old commercials that are still uh, out there, like the, the the guy from Clemson that does the cupcakes on U.S. twenty nine. I get to hear you talking oh, about him. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ben Hall. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I, yes. I hope Clary's still sending you a check for that commercial. Uh, you know <laughs> Clary, right? <laughs> yeah, I know him. Well, how's it going out there? How did it go? It's, I, I guess it's been a You've been out there. You haven't been out there full year yet, but you.
14: Well, here's how it went. Uh, last year Thanksgiving, I had uh, Thanksgiving dinner with a couple of friends in Greenville, and uh, two days later, I guess it would have been no, uh, three days later on a Sunday, I took off. I got out here in three days. I. I I think, I think you know, being on a racing show is appropriate for how I drove across the country. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've been here pretty much since December 1st. And it's funny you mention that because I was talking uh, with a friend of mine out here. And he said, so how long have you been here now? I said, you know what, just about a year. And I started reflecting on the move. And, you know, my entire family came out. Uh, Jennifer's here and both of my daughters are out here. And you know, in all respects, the move has been a very good one for our family. Uh, both Samantha and Emma, my daughters, uh, Sam's an upstate grad and Emma's a, a Wofford grad. Both have found very good jobs that they enjoy here. Um, Jennifer loves the work she's doing at the school in our community. And, you know, I'm doing a variety of things, but uh, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. And it, it's, it's been a good thing for us.
3: Yeah. Uh, well Mark, like I say, you you took a chance uh back in two oh five, been a long time ago, because the show's been going a long time. And yeah.
2: in one form or another.
3: Yeah, in one form yeah. or another. And you, yeah. you took the chance and looked after us and uh I know you know I had some health problems and stuff, but one thing you you, you taught me a whole lot about, you know, being on a radio show regularly versus just doing interviews at you're quickies at the racetrack, and like you told me, he said when it comes to radio, you say, don't panic, don't let me down. Just keep digging because you're gonna have technical problems and stuff like that. And uh, I don't talk really any better than than I ever did. And I'm, but uh, I I did I did learn so much from you, and we miss you here. And uh, I can assure you, Walford misses you too because it ain't the same. Uh, with you not being on the the other end of the deal. So, I mean, we we, we thank you for everything you've done for us.
14: Well, that's very kind, Greg. And I I think it should be pointed out that you guys have a show that is so unique. The quality of guests you get, the way you cover uh, local racing, you know, it's it's a unique outlet for the upstate and Spartanburg. And, a lot of that has to do with you, Greg. You're able to score those, those big-time guests that even some of the national shows can't get because of your connections in the industry. And he, I think it's great that Spartanburg has a show like yours.
2: He really does. And I've got a list here I'm going to read off later. I won't take up your time with it now. But I've got a list of the people Greg got this year. And it's a, I tell you what, it's a who's who, and I'm very proud of it.
14: Well, yeah, um, He'd probably make Eli Gold jealous.
2: Well, I'd like to have Eli on the show. Maybe even Greg can get him. Uh, he's kind of busy right now, I guess, with Alabama football. I did listen yeah. to a Wofford game the other day, and I, I get the other day, and I guess your old sidekick. Uh, I guess they got him down on the sidelines or something. Uh, I, I couldn't tell if he was in the booth or not, but it. Well, it's, no, no, no offense it's, to the guy that d- took your place, but it's not no, the no, no. same. No, you were, you were, you were Wofford football. I can't. Well. You know,
14: That's very kind. I I listened to last week's game against Furman. You know, I still, the the Terriers still tug at my heartstrings a a little bit, so I was taking a hike out here and uh, was able to get tune in on my phone, and I listened to a a bit of the Wofford-Furman game. And uh, the guy who took over for me is a, a good man. His name is Jim Noble, and Tom Henson obviously still does the color, and they sounded very good. I really enjoyed listening to their call. Jim does a nice job, and Tom uh, is—he's his sense of humor. I think without me there, he's blossomed even more, um, and his sense of humor is just fantastic. I thought they did a good job, and I was—I was happy for the terriers. You know, a lot of those guys played when I was there, and, and for them to beat Furman. In the manner they did was uh, great. I mean, that, I think that's back to back conference championships for the guys. Yeah, I think
2: it might even be back to back to back. But we're we're talking to yeah. Mark Hauser, our old friend, and uh, yeah. If Walford can go down to Charleston today, if the weather's anything, it is like here. They're going to need snorkels to play the game. <laughs> but it's, right. uh, it's It's an important well, you, game. I think they win it outright with no uh, ties or no no <clears throat> shenanigans. If uh, if they beat the Citadel today, and, and the Citadel beat Furman, so they're no pushover.
14: Right, yeah, no, they've got to go down there. Citadel's always tough, and if it's rainy, uh, you never know how that's going to figure in because uh, both teams run that option stuff and got to hang on to the football. So, yeah, I, I, I wish the Terriers luck. It'd be nice to see them win it outright and get a nice uh, playoff seat.
2: And enough about the Terriers, but the basketball teams, uh, I guess they lost, a, a. I know they lost a great coach, and I think he took one of the best players with him in era. They're having some tough sledding. I think they're about two and five or two and four or something. But I want to point out that I got a I got my car wrecked. I think you know all that. And I was programming yeah. the radio on my new car uh, out in my driveway one Saturday afternoon late. You know, the sun was getting ready to go down, and I'm programming stuff, and I don't have any idea. It must have been ESPN, the, the competition over in Greenville or something, and it was you doing a, a – what was it, Washington and UCLA basketball, or something? And uh, yeah. it was like Mark Hauser and whoever it was with you. And I was like, "Good grief, that's fantastic!" I was so I called Greg and told him about it.
3: Yeah, and and, and turned it on, and and you done an excellent job. I mean, yeah. it was just it was great yeah. to hear your voice. And uh, one of the ironic things, look, we love Walter too, but it, it just seemed like that when Hauser left, their performance left too a little bit so
11: i don't know know.
3: they they
14: had a pretty darn good year in basketball without me last year in fact i kidded around with a lot of people i said man i picked a heck of a year to leave wofford you get to the round of 32 and heck almost you know you had kentucky where you wanted uh, and a chance to go to the sweet 16 and then football keeps winning so i i believe uh, this firmly uh contradicts your point greg not to make light of it but this firmly uh, uh cements my thought process that the play-by-play announcer has has never has and never will have anything to do with the performance of a ball club
2: well are you doing <laughs> any other games i guess that's where i wanted to go with no, that.
14: Because, I, I, uh, haven't, I haven't i haven't i freelance for westwood that was a westwood one broadcast right um and it was uh, Washington and UCLA they, right. they sent me up to Seattle. It was kinda of funny. Um they said, Okay, where's the nearest airport so we can get you a plane ticket? Well <laughs> I don't know if you guys know. I kinda live in a very remote area. I do. And I said, Well the nearest airport's <laughs> <laughs> lower, lower, I'm miles, like, yeah. I do. You really don't have to you really don't have to pay me mileage, but they said, No, we'll pick up your mileage. So They yeah, should have choppered you Seattle. in what's that now?
2: Yeah, they should have choppered you in. Yeah, well Well the helicopter. <laughs>
14: Yeah, everybody's on a budget, even these guys. Okay. But um, no, they, they sent me up to Seattle. Uh, I did Washington-UCLA. It was a fun game. Washington was undefeated in the Pac-12 at the time. was a out 10,000 fans uh, in a really neat old arena that they've refurbished. Uh, and I worked with a fellow named Mike Montgomery, who turned out to be a very nice gentleman, uh, former head coach at Stanford and Cal and then for a little while, the Golden State Warriors, and I got to know him a little bit. Really good fella. And it was a nice weekend. And if Westwood throws me a bone and I get to new, to uh, do another game or two this basketball season, that'd be wonderful.
2: Well, if you get one, shoot us a text because I'll, uh, okay. I'll listen. I don't care who you're broadcasting. I just want to hear how's your the again. <laughs> you know, I had lunch. I had dinner last Sunday night with a bunch of guys, one of which was uh, Doug Lau. And I just, I, oh. I, I was talking to him, and I said, you know, I'll never forget that game. Of course, he won't either. I still don't think he's picked up the trophy on that Somerville yeah. uh, State Championship game. That that uh, And your call of it was unbelievable. I was sitting there with my two little kids by the fireplace listening that night. And I told Doug, I said, Mark Hauser's call of that game is, uh, you know, and, and your reaction. That's just a, a kind of a watershed moment for Spartan High as far as I'm concerned.
14: Yep. Yeah, gosh. I worked that game with Phil Cox. Uh, who was a younger guy and, and you know, really, been, I, I think, uh, a fantastic broadcaster. He did the color with me that night. And I still, I mean, I think about that, the Corian making that 75-foot shot, <laughs> and then they wave it off, and Duck slamming the trophy down on the scores table. Uh, just, uh, it, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. He spilled, um, he
2: spilled his beer the other night, and I said... Uh, that was uh that must have been a foul and he said he knocked over his beer and it broke on the floor and I, he said uh I said that must have been a foul and he said, Nope, just a turnover. <laughs> <laughs> right.
14: Well tell Coach Lowe said hi, he's one of my favorites. I sure will.
3: Well Mar, I, I I just wanna say one thing, you know. I never had a real job and my connections come from the fact that my daddy done so good in the sport and uh that sort of stuff, but I will have to say one thing. Uh like I say, I never had a real job, but you, it, it, it's the closest thing I ever had. to you, You're the best boss man I ever had.
10: Oh, well,
4: no, no, I me mean, no ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs>
10: well, thanks.
4: Hey, Appreciate Mark, this you, is right? Ronnie. It is good to hear your voice, and we do miss you here. Thank you, Ronnie. How's car? How old is Carmen now? She just turned ten. Oh my goodness! So what?
14: Fourth grade? Yeah. Oh man, Well, tell Carmen I said hello, and tell I will. Hello. I will miss you guys too.
2: Well, we keep up with you on Facebook. I mean, you, uh, I, I sort of, I delete the political stuff, but when you show pictures of bar rooms and cows and cowboys, I I, I pay closer attention to that stuff than the other. Well, good.
14: good. Yeah, that's not meant for you, Perry, the no. political stuff. Well, I, I know.
3: It. And I appreciate it. It's that. meant for Ronnie. And I do appreciate it. <laughs> still the best boss man i've had well well thank you greg
2: <laughs> and uh I, i'm not sure that terminology is correct but if that's the case then i guess uh ronnie and i are the new bosses and we we're not doing too good of a job so
14: anyway oh you no, you're
2: doing now. Fine. we have a great time with the show and 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 mark um we got joe delaney on after you and and I've, I've said it once and i've said it a thousand times and i've said it i think twice this morning but um I don't honestly know how much you had to do with it. I don't. I, you were here, and and you were still uh, plugging away pretty hard. I don't know if you had any thoughts about leaving at that time, but um, you and Joe Delaney, and of course his brother Ryan and and Ryan Clary. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, you guys saved Spartanburg Radio because the tower fell and we were driving to Greenville, and I I know Greg and I had about enough of that. So, uh, um, thank you for for the years you put in here and. Thanks for, as far as I'm concerned, being part of the team that kept us on the air.
14: Well, first of all, thank you. Um, And it really was a a group effort. Um, Joe Delaney kind of spearheaded the thing, and I'm sure he'll tell you a little about it. Um, You know, the station, the tower fell. The station was still owned by a gentleman up in Maryland. He Wanted to sell, but he wasn't sure if he was going to sell or lease it out. And Joe Delaney uh, and his brother Ryan, you know, talked to some people in the community and they looked at the opportunity. They said, you know what? We're going to do this. Joe negotiated with the owner in Maryland. And then Ryan
1: Delaney said, I want to do this. You know, I I think this would be capital well invested. Not only for me personally,
14: but I think in Ryan's mind, and I believe this more importantly for the entire community, so Spartanburg would have a local station, so we would have local teams and local kids and local athletes uh, talked about, and, and that was always the mission of the station, to make it a, a Spartanburg-centric signal, and Ryan Delaney believed in that. He, he laid out the money to do it, uh, and then Ryan Clary and I from there kind of steered it forward and... and you know, when my wife had an opportunity to come out here, more and more Clary kind of uh, took the reins of running the station, and I kind of eased myself out. Uh, but I think <laughs> it, it worked out beautifully, and I'm I'm just glad Spartanburg has its own station because every other signal that, that comes into that market is either out of Charlotte or Greenville or or a national outlet. And Spartanburg deserves its own signal because... Uh, especially the way the folks in town support their high school athletics, there is such a unique uh, quality to Spartan. It's unique to the Upstate, really. The fact that Spartanburg, I believe, supports their local high school athletics and local colleges.
2: I think we well got the best any- teams. We got the best teams
14: in the state. Yeah, you've got great teams, but you've also got great fans. Yeah, Greenville has more high schools, but their their support of high school sports is is not nearly as good. Uh, I think in the same in Columbia, but Spartanburg has that, still has that feel where, where people truly uh, take notice and support their, their local athletes. And I think our radio station was able to help amplify that.
2: Well, Mark, we, uh, of course, it's 20 after, and you know the schedule. We got to take a break. But, uh, I do. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. You want to say, you boys want to
3: say goodbye or, or anything? All I want to say is, uh, I've talked to him time and time, i got his phone number, and, and don't be surprised if I call you every now and then, because uh, you've done so much with the radio industry here with the, with the thing and covering stuff, and we just, we mess the heck out of you, and wish you well with what you're doing, but let's stay in touch. Uh, and remind well,
2: Greg, it's three hours difference. Yeah, I was going to say,
14: anybody <laughs> who wants to call me, there is a three hour time difference, and if I don't answer the phone, don't... Just leave me a voicemail, because if I'm driving the school bus, you can't talk on the phone no, when you're driving the school bus.
2: Heck
4: no. So. <laughs> all right, Mark, buddy, we miss you. Tell your girls that we love them and miss them. Hello. I'm so glad that you're all out there together. And come back and see us sometime.
14: All right, we love you guys. Thank you so much for having me on.
2: All right, buddy. Thank you. That's Mark Hauser. From the great Northwest, and um, it is great having him on. We're getting a little behind here, so let's take these breaks and come back with uh, Joe Delaney and Alan Hills in the house. So uh, we'll wrap up the year. You're listening to Start Your Engines.
0: Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. Now that just sounds like a paper bag,
14: but to Nate, it sounds like. Because Nate hooked himself
13: up like a champ. Improved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
12: Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Par's Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Par's Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274.
5: When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is always good since 1946. Get Black Friday
8: Steals and Deals all month long at Greer Nissan. Combine the Nissan Year End Sales Event with Black Friday, and that means you're going to get the best deals of the year on over 300 new Nissans in stock, like an all-new 2020 Nissan Altima for just $139 a month, or get 0% APR for up to 72 months, or a new Nissan Rogue for $189 a month, or buy for just $22,999. That's not all. Get a new Nissan Murano for only $199 a month or save up to $10,000 off or get a new Nissan Titan SV for only $229 a month or save up to $10,000 off. Get these Black Friday steals and deals all month long during the year end sales event at Greer Nissan. Greer Nissan. Low prices, big selection and committed to quality customer service. Visit us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or you can see all our deals online at
0: greernissan.com 864-479-1197. Fox Sports 1400 is now bigger and better than ever. Why? You were on an FM station. Because we're now on the FM dial at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400, now bigger and better at 98.3 FM.
2: And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, and it's a Again, my pleasure to bring on Joe DeLaney. Joe, how are you doing this morning?
15: I'm doing good. I've been enjoying your show this morning. Well good. Are you,
2: I knew somebody was listening. <laughs> yeah, good show so far. Well, thank you very much. We've had some we've had some good guests and I know uh Mark Hauser uh, uh not only on the air but off the air spoke very highly of you and our listeners are probably getting sick of it but uh you know, I'm I'm just Real tickled to have you on here and appreciate all you've done for this radio station, you and your brother and Ryan Clary and whatever Hauser contributed. He didn't deny that he contributed, so I guess he must have done something. But uh, thanks for coming on. How how are you doing and what's going on? I'm doing great. And
15: When I was listening to Hauser, I was, you know, going down memory lane on how all that stuff happened and something kind of hit me. I remember when Richard Branson was interviewed about his career and he was talking about founding uh, Virgin Airways and he made a comment that if he'd have looked into what it took to start an airline he'd have never done it. And <laughs> if I'd have looked into the crap you had to go through to do a radio station I'd have probably never done it. But I didn't bother doing that. I just went about it and it, it, I'm just glad everything worked out. And, I, and my brother and Ryan Clary were pivotal pieces
2: of that well we're so glad that you did and um you know i'm a i am I miss uh i miss it when i mean i know i'm going to miss it when we're off here for the next because we for the next few weeks because we're not going to do a show during the off season of of racing we could come here and talk about something and actually ryan told me when i met with him last year he said you know you don't have to stop when the racing season's over he pretty much said come in and keep doing the show but we won't do that we'll let a Somebody else jump in here and, uh, and we'll take a break. And obviously my voice needs to rest. But um, I'll never forget that night that Greg and I were at a book signing at Applebee's, which is, you know, like our almost like our out of studio headquarters. And uh, I didn't know you from Adam's house, cat, And and you were sitting there at the table next to where we were set up selling books. And I don't think we sold a one except to you. But um, you were sitting there with your son, and you got to talking to us, and we were going back and forth. And you sort of said uh, you started talking about dropping the hammer, the show before us, and um, and that uh, that you know the, the tower had fallen in, on the station, and we were off the air. And you that was the first I heard that we might be coming back. And you even you even said Fox. Yeah, um, I had uh,
15: you know it, it took a lot longer than I thought it would. But I knew when I finally met that the owner of the station in person when he was in town. Uh, that was the first time I really realized I think this is going to happen because um, I could tell when I was meeting with the guy and talking to him that he had checked out. Uh, he was he was ready to be gone. the The feds were about to yank his license unless something happened. So I hate to put it this way. We, we, it was a business deal, and we had him in a good spot.
2: Well, I just, that's okay. It happens every day, and that's uh you want to be in. You want to be the guy that's not on the spot. Yeah, and that's
15: the first time I hadn't been that guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You must be doing something right. Um, uh, well, we appreciate what you did and all that you've done for us, and and uh, we got just a couple of minutes left. And uh, I just remembered uh, our conversations and you talking about. Uh, kind of nostalgically uh i believe you said you could sit there laying in your bed at night with the window open and hearing them out at spartanburg dragway and you kept telling me i, I could, could do I'd... a book on the spartanburg dragway and maybe i should
15: it's um and and at the time i didn't realize how how many good drag racers came through that little strip um because i was just a, a little kid and we I would go, but we would, I would only go usually when they had a top fuel guy there, and that wasn't every, every week. Um, and, and it was just a, a memory I had as a kid, and, um, I remember when there were rumors about the Carolina Country Club going in, the owner said he'd never sell. Well, check it's big enough, anybody will sell. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that would have been the Clayton's, I guess?
15: I think so. Yeah. Um I was probably in, in high school the time, I guess. Um, but I ride down that road every now and then and can't really tell anymore. It's gotten so grown over where it was.
2: And that's what honest. I like. I I'm mean, like- I, 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 I like the derelict speedways and drag strips.
15: I mean, I could find it if I put some hiking boots on, but riding by it now, it's, it's kind of hard to tell, tell where it was unless you got a real good memory.
2: Well, you know, one thing that I have found out when I wrote that first book on the silent speedways is this is the best time of year, maybe a little bit later after the first of the year to go find this stuff. And you don't have to battle the snakes and critters and spiders and, uh, and a uh, kudzu. And it's a, this is the best time of the year to go find old speedway. So why don't you and I load up sometime in January and go find that place and take some pictures and maybe do a show about it. How would that be? I'd love to
15: do it. And also, if you remember across the street from it, um, Probably been about twenty years, but there was you could see metal uh, swim lighters coming out on that little lake across the street. There used to be a swimming area over there, a public swimming area. I don't know if you remember that. I, area, I do
2: so. not. I, I'm I'm from the east side of Spartanburg and grew up and lived here, but I, that's a little further south than I hung out. But uh, uh, yeah, I, that just sort of popped in my mind. We we do let's do that because I don't think we give drag racing enough uh, coverage here and. Uh, Definitely, Spartanburg Dragway has got a rich history. So let's do a Spartanburg Dragway show, you and I and the rest of the boys, uh, sometime after uh, we come back on in February. I'm all in. Just let
4: me know. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, Joe. We got a. What, Ronnie's got a comment? One more thing. Uh, So, with your family's history with District 7 and Spartan High, you have to be both proud and very excited with the new school and athletic facilities over at Spartan High now. I,
15: it's unbelievable. Um, you know, I was walking down the hall, we were in the new school with my wife, and there was a guy beside us, that I didn't know who he was. She was commenting on how nice it was, and the guy beside me made a quick comment. He said, well, it ought to be for $200 million. And I said, yeah, you know, that's a good point. Uh, so, But it costs cost me $60 a year to have that new school, and I think that's a bargain.
2: <laughs> well, I pass it every morning when I have to go to Charlotte, and it's over there about 5 o'clock in the morning, all lit up, and they change the colors on the front. And it's a, it, I haven't been yet, but it's a beautiful facility. And, uh, um, yep, it, they're taxing all of us for it. But I've, my daughter was going to Spartan High when your son was there, and she would talk about him bringing in buckets to catch the water dripping and the mold, and the, and uh, it, it, they needed a new school. Well, tell you how time flies my oldest is graduating in two weeks in charleston oh man well joe we're gonna let you go thanks for coming on and i am dead serious about that thing about spartanburg dragway let's get together and do that and uh we can uh go visit it this winter and then prepare a nice show uh like do the the major part of the whole two hours on spartanburg dragway and some drag racing history maybe even get gene fulton on the show
15: Sounds good. You guys have a good rest
2: of the day. All right. Thank you very much. And that's Joe Delaney of of Spartanburg, (laughs) of uh, the radio station. Alan Hill sitting here. Alan brought a huge trophy in. But I tell you what, we're going to do the next break right now, and then we can run like 25 minutes all the way to the end of the show. We're getting a little off our sequence. But let's get the commercials out of the way so we don't have to mess with them anymore, and we can just call it a year here in a few minutes. You're listening to uh, (laughs) Spartanburg. Fox Sports Spartanburg from the Beacon Driving Studios. My voice might just make it.
4: Easy for you to say. Not
2: Not really.
13: It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC.
5: When John B. White Sr. opened the Beacon Drive-In in in 1946, he probably couldn't have imagined email, the internet, or heck, even Morgan Square having a fountain. But I'll bet you Mr. White always envisioned the Beacon offering great food and tremendous service. And now, 70 years later, that tradition continues. You can't count on everything, but Spartanburg has always counted on the Beacon Drive-In for 70 years. That's decades of plenty. The Beacon, where the food is all is good since 1946. Every
7: now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to 3 days. Call 803-273-3013. Get Black Friday Steals and Deals all month
8: long at Greer Nissan. Combine the Nissan year-end sales event with Black Friday and that means you're going to get the best deals of the year on over 300 new Nissans in stock like an all-new 2020 Nissan Altima for just $139 a month. Or get 0% APR for up to 72 months. Or a new Nissan Rogue for $189 a month. Or buy for just $22,999. That's not all. Get a new Nissan Murano for only $199 a month, or save up to $10,000 off, or get a new Nissan Titan SV for only $229 a month, or save up to $10,000 off. Get these Black Friday steals and deals all month long during the year-end sales event at Greer Nissan. Greer Nissan, low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Visit us on Wade Hampton Boulevard, or you can see all our deals online at greernissan.com. 864-479-1197. 864-479-1197. More details.
0: Want to find out what's going on on Fox Sports 1400? Boom. Visit our website at Spartenbergsportsradio.com We have everything you need, including the all-important Listen Live link. Find it all at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com.
2: And once again, we come back for the final segment of 2019, and I actually gave us a little bit of fairly decent music there. Before we turn it over to Alan, I want to thank Lanny McKinney, who we couldn't do it without him. Lanny's our backup, our our uh, does our podcast, does maintains the Budmore Engineering website and our Facebook page. And I hope uh, I know Ronnie, you said you sent him some. Photographs photos
4: of the, the
2: big check and the big trophy. Huge check and trophy that uh, Alan Hill won last week at Traveler's Rest. And he brought it in here this morning. And it's sitting in the lobby of the studio. And probably by now, about 30 seconds after he got it, Lenny probably had that on the the um, Facebook page. But I'm going to turn it over to Alan, let Alan do the local stuff. But before I forget, I won't forget, I just might run out of time. Alan is the best thing that happened to this show um, since I've been doing it. I mean, we brought him in here hoping to get a little local presence, and he has more than tripled my personal expectations. He's done a fantastic job. He's involved in everything at Cherokee Speedway and and winning races there and at Harris and now Traveler's Rest. You know, I I, I, I love it because he picks and chooses where he wants to go, and I can just... Imagine the competitor saying, "Oh no, he picked us!" And um, he brought that big trophy sitting in here in our lobby. And and Jada, his wife, who no. I, I, I'm sorry, his daughter, I'm sorry, who filled in and uh, actually did some interviews uh, on the show when I was away. Uh, he and his daughter Jada did a show one time with Ronnie and uh, I don't and Greg and I ride of town. And Ronnie is showing me the Facebook page, and there it is. So. Uh, Alan, thanks for everything. You're the best thing that happens at the show, and I mean that
16: from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. Well, can I get these rookie stripes off of me? They're right back here on the back. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. So you go ahead and tell us what, what, I, if anything's going on. Yeah, we got some stuff going on. Lancaster Speedway is supposed to be racing tonight, but they have canceled out the Palmetto State 50 race. Uh supposed to have this Carolina Clash Super Late miles down there, but they will not reschedule that race this year. They have told the people that have got their armbands to go ahead and save them for next year that they will recognize them one weekend next year. Uh, last weekend at Travelers Rest Speedway, we had the third annual Thunder Bomber Classic. First place went to Danny Tesnier Second place Ooh. went to Danny Tasnier and Limited Sportsman. I've heard of him. Second place, Brian Carswell Third place was Bradley Weaver. Stock 8, Renegade, Crate Combined. First place went to Blake Pryor. Second place went to Michael Barbie. Third place went to Danny Sexton. Blake Pryor, he survived the protest from Michael Barbie. Thunder Bombers went to a man we've uh, interviewed here two or three times, uh, Josh Helms. He won that uh, big Thunder Bomber Classic over there, paid $5,000 to win, a good payday for him. Second place went to Chris Jackson. Third place went to Steve Green. Okay, coming up tomorrow, tomorrow at Cherokee Speedway. They're talking about sun's supposed to be coming out in the morning, so.
2: Supposed to be a beautiful
16: day. So we're going to have the 29th annual Blue Gray 100 at Cherokee Speedway. That will have the World of Outlaws and Carolina Clash late models combined together, running 100 laps on around that racetrack with $10,000 to win. Also on the schedule, limited late models going to pay $2,000 to win. Limited sportsmen, renegade combined. They are going to start this class out. They're going to let renegades drop a little weight off their cars. They're going to combine them with us, and they're going to pay $1,000 to win in this division. You say us.
1: Are you going to be over there?
16: Yes. The car sitting on scales right now. <laughs> okay. Ready to go. All right. Uh, Thunder Bomber going to pay $800 to win. Also on the schedule, if the renegade, the Renegade, if they don't want to run with us, they can move over and run with the crate sportsman division. And in that division, it's $1,000 to win. Uh, it's going to be $30 to get in the stands. It's going to be $40 to get in the pits. Mr. Wilson, I know you listening. The gates are going to open at 10 a.m. in the morning. Driver's meeting is going to be at 1230. Just as soon as that driver's meeting's over at 1230, uh, they recognize that church is about a quarter miles up the road. After that driver's meeting's over at 1230, about 1245, we will start these race cars up around that racetrack. And start practicing. There you Mr. Go. Wilson showed up late to our race last week, and he only got to see the last five laps. <laughs> <laughs> but he saw the important <laughs> five. But. Yeah, he said, well, he likes to see the start of these races. Well, I do, too. And that's going to be for tomorrow. Everybody needs to jump out there and watch a good race. It's going to be one of the, well, I say one of the last races. They've actually got the world Crown 4 Silver nationals. That's going to be Friday, November 29th. Saturday, November 30th, and December 1st. On Friday, November 29th, the gates are going to open at 1 p.m. You can show up there and start going through the tech shed to get your cars uh, certified to go through uh, all the technical situations that they got over there. Then on Saturday, gates open at 9 a.m. Drivers' meetings going to be at 1 p.m. On Saturday, the tech shed's going to open at 9.30, and it's going to close at 12.30. And if you're not tech- have your car teched and got the sticker on it, I don't know if they're going to let you qualify. So then on Sunday, December 1st, gates are going to open at 11 a.m. Drivers' meeting's going to be at 12.30, and then they're going to start this racing from then on. Young Gun Division over there, make sure your boy has a copy of his birth certificate they are going to be checking to make sure that these boys are Young Guns certified. Because Young Guns over there are going to be paying $1,000 to win. $500 for second. $350 for third. $400. I mean, $300 for fourth. And the MMSA, stock four, $5,000 to win. 2000 for second. 1000 for third. 700 From eighth on, it's going to pay you $250 to start the race. So, just think about how much payday this is going to be over there. Extreme four, five thousand dollars to win. Two thousand dollars for second. A thousand dollars for third. Six hundred and tenth. Own's going to get one hundred and twenty-five dollars. So if you start counting up all this payday, it's going to be around fifty thousand dollars at least. Now Man. they give you two hundred and fifty just to start. Just if you qualify and can start this race, they're going you're going to get two hundred and fifty dollars if uh, you are. Now is that unusual? I don't recall hearing that happen. Well, that's uh, that's getting these boys, don't get me wrong, a lot of these boys come down from Virginia and stuff like that, and they will actually bring their campers down, and they will camp the whole weekend for this four-cylinder nationals. Hopefully, we got a pretty weather for them. Uh, yearly, the uh, track owner, he's got uh some 55-gallon drums sitting around there, and sometimes they'll bring wood down, and <laughs> you if it gets cold, you'll see somebody standing around a a fire burning in a fifty-five gallon drum. I knew so. that's where you were going with the yep.
2: fifty-five gallon drum.
16: Uh, you sent it back in the day. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, like I said, uh, had a real good show last weekend at Travelers Rest Speedway. Got uh, got that win over there. And uh, are, are you done with your stuff there? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much
2: done because that's what I wanted to go with. Tell me about winning that race. Now uh, you started
16: on the outside of the front we, row. We started on the outside front row. Uh, Danny said he got down there to the first turn. He's about three cars. Three quarters of a car length in front of the man that was on the inside, and he started pinching him down just a little bit. And whenever they come off the second turn, he had the lead and uh, never did let all thirty laps of it. And it, no, go ahead, go ahead. We had to, we had a few cautions, but once, once we, uh, once we get out front, he's kind of hard, to, hard to handle. Wally, Wally, w- was Wally, Wally around? Wally started seventh, but Wally was involved in a wreck. Uh-oh. So, uh oh. So, you know, he had to. He pulled in afterwards, and, uh, but it was the track owner, he kind of takes Danny this week. Sorry about the dust, but, you know, when you go to a dirt track, you you <laughs> got to expect a little dust. Well, if you're out front, it's not as bad. Well, Danny, that's what Danny said. <laughs> Danny said out front, I, didn't, I wasn't worried about it. <laughs> what, I know that much about racing.
2: If you're leading the race, that's... Uh, it's uh, not as bad until you come up lapping people. And, and you told me
16: last week not to come back
2: unless I had the trophy. And it's out there in the lobby. I tell you what, it's a beauty too. And so check out our Facebook page and see it. But uh, what was it last Saturday night? You uh, you sent me the you sent me a picture from the trophy.
16: I think you sent me the trophy and the check. A check's big enough to make a coffee table out well, of. Well, we got the we got the check over in Victory Lane over there. We finally got over to Victory Lane and got our picture taken over there and. The, they had that over there, but they didn't have the trophy for some reason. And then after the race, I was kind of wanting to kind of leave and kind of get down to the tadpole fish camp to eat, <laughs> eat some fish. And uh, uh, Jada went down there to get the money and everything. And she turned in and transformed. They said, we ain't got the trophy yet. And Jada said, well, you better be getting us one. She <laughs> said, we're not leaving till we get the trophy. <laughs> Jada. Well, we had to wait an hour and a half, two hours to finally get our trophy. Well, where was it? Now, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> <Then>. <laughs> if I knew, I'd have went and got it. Because whenever we left, they was actually still racing. Whenever we left the race, and whenever we started down the hill on twenty nine, I looked over and the tadpole fish camp had done closed. And oh, I just, man. I just kind of laid back down in the back seat and said, "Well, it's over with." <laughs> well, you could. Now that was Sunday. No, that was Saturday that, evening. Sa- yeah,
2: yeah, yeah Saturday, Saturday. Saturday evening. Well, you, you could have gone to Dudley's. Oh, uh, you like Dudley? Yeah, we like Dudley. <laughs> well, how many ways did you win this year? I mean, oh, well, hold it before I forget. I got something for you. It's a little late, but there's some fox decals for next year. Okay. Find a place to put a couple I'll, of them. I'll find a place to put a couple of them. On the left side of the... Co- no, oh, whichever side faces the camera in Victory Lane.
16: Okay. Sometimes he'll pull it left and sometimes he'll pull it right. So we get one You're, on each side. Well, you got about four there so maybe uh, you can spread them out. And maybe yeah. uh, we can get
2: some more because that was my stash. Okay. I stick on my computer and uh, important things, but I want to see Fox Sports and Victory Lane uh, somewhere. All
16: right, I might try to get one
2: on it. Maybe we can go win this race tomorrow. Well, there you go. There you that go. That would be fantastic. <laughs> that at, would at, be. At, at, uh, at Cherokee, which, now Man. I'm not slighting all the other tracks, uh, and please don't
4: take it that way, but I sort of think of that as the, the big one. And even if you don't win the race, take us a picture with the, the stickers on there. Anyway.
16: Okay. Yeah. All
4: right. Victory Lane be better. Okay. Much, better. <laughs> Much better. Much better. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> You're right. So, um, all right, we
2: got about 10 minutes left here, and I want to touch on some other things. But, but while we're on this subject here, so what during the off-season will you do? Um, is this
16: the blue-gray? Is that your last race for yes. this year? Yes, that will be our last race this year. And don't get me wrong, uh, off-season is more or less work weekend. I mean, if we do more work, or I do more work on the week, through the week and on weekends than I do during race week, you know. Don't get me wrong, first race of the year we have a new body on it. We got new decals on it. It's pretty and stuff like that. But then, you seen it after 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 about two races. Uh, just take a dead blow hammer and let's beat the dents out of it. And let's go back racing. Uh, I mean, I'm not into that. Uh, it's got to be perfect. Well,
2: it looks good though. I mean, I, I I made that comment after my trip to to Cherokee with with y'all when I met y'all over there. That uh, y- y'all waited. A dramatic
16: moment, and rolled it off the truck. And I noticed everybody was looking, and it looked, it uncovered. It looked great. And if you if uh, if you noticed in that picture last week, you'd have seen something in that back left window back there that was uh, everybody's been talking about it a little bit. Well, what was it? For sale. Oh man. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> so we're gonna be looking at a whole new car next year. That's what my wife. My wife looked at me. I texted her the picture, and she looked at me, and she said, "Oh." Does that mean you're going to build a new car next year? <laughs> well, you've been working on one for five years, haven't you? Uh, I've, been, uh, I've been doing this, that, and the other. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, uh, we had to wait, kind of see what these rules is going to come out this coming year. But, Which was uh, my next question. Is yeah. there a bunch of rules? changes? Uh, we we have a bunch of rule changes, kind of like, don't get me wrong. It's, it happens this way every year and uh, uh, kind of like uh, the deal of uh, putting, you know, about like uh, y'all was talking about a little bit earlier on the show, about uh going to a spec engine. See, we got these crate motor divisions in our class and stuff like that. And uh it's it's just kind of, I ain't going to say, you know, I still like the old deal of, uh I like a motor to sound like a motor. No kidding. Yes. Yeah. Well, let me touch on a few things
2: here that I always do. And then uh, I'm not going to go over the point stands and all that stuff. We know that Kyle Busch won his championship. And, uh uh tyler reddick won his championship tv there's nothing this weekend next weekend though on december 1st at uh on espn at eight o'clock in the morning the formula one race they'll wrap their season up championships decided and that's at abu dhabi and the united arab emirates but this little uh, thing this website i print out every year or every week flows over into next year and I can tell you right now that February 9th at 3 o'clock will be the clash on FS1 at Daytona on February the 9th at 3 p oh, no I just did that on up Thursday February the 13th at 7 o'clock will be the first duel at Daytona and at 9 o'clock will be the second duel at Daytona those are the qualifying races on FS1 the truck series will run on Friday February the 14th at night 730 on FS1 On Saturday at 2.30 p.m., the Xfinity Series will run their 300-miler on FS1. And at 2.30, February the 16th, on um, Fox, the main station, main network, uh, the mothership, as I call it, at 2.30 is the Daytona 500. So that's the TV uh, lineup. I want to uh, just quickly say that next year the schedule is all jumbled up. But I would say that the major changes... Are the sixth race of the season on March twenty second is the Dixie Vodka four hundred at Homestead, so they're pretty much turning around and going right back to Homestead on the seven on the twenty first of uh, June. I'm sorry, the twenty seventh of June is the Pocono three twenty five from Pocono Raceway on NBC SN, and then the next day on June twenty eighth is the Pennsylvania three fifty. So they're running a 675 miles of racing unless those those are kilometers in two days. Uh, On July the 5th, don't go to Daytona, Mr. Wilson, and look for the race or anything because it's in Indianapolis. And that's on July 5th at 3.30 on NBC. The Big Machine Vodka 400 at the Brickyard. And then I guess the other huge change other than the end of the year finishing at uh, Arizona, which I don't like, is uh, August 29th, the weekend before Darlington. Is Daytona with the uh, Coke Zero Sugar 400 on, on August 29th at night, and the next week's the Southern 500 at night. So I mean, you got two of the powerhouse all-time big races back to back there. I want to look at. I want to run by one other thing. Greg's standing there. Somebody swing Greg a microphone around. Uh, here's the list of people we had this year, and I'm going to read this real quick. This is who we had on this show. Now, Greg wasn't responsible for all of them, but almost. We had Mike Hilton twice. We had Gene Hobby two weeks before he died. That one's on me. Uh, passed away. Jack Roush, Don Miller, Jeremy Clements twice, <laughs> Waddell Wilson, George Fulmer, Bobby Allison, Linda Vaughn, which uh, might have been one of the biggest, best ones of the year. Uh, Carrie Tharp, Chris Ferguson, I think, was uh, on Allen. Mike Hill was definitely Allen, his brother. Buzz McKim, John Kraft, Jack Ingram, Neil Castles Jr., Johnny, Lone Star J.R. Rutherford, Matt Yokum, Wally Fowler, Rex White, Felix Sabatis, Wally Dahlenbach Sr., Nick Firestone, Daryl Waltrip, Mike Waltrip, Donnie Allison, Cale Yarborough, Jerry Punch, and Paul Dahlenbach. From, uh, that was when I was, we were on our Pike's Peak kick. Greg, great job. And... uh
3: I, when you quit doing the show, you know we'll, uh, we're gonna be in trouble. So don't quit doing well, the show. No, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quit the show, and, and I may be here at, on a limited basis to some degree. But I'm gonna try to be here as much as I can. And I just want to thank the fact that Alan's come in here and, and helped us so much. He's and, changed the whole show, and uh, uh well, for the better. You, you're gonna have to sign your contract now. So don't nope. be thinking you're going to go somewhere. <laughs> Before I leave or...
16: Uh, no, no. One, well, one time I thought I was going to lose it to my daughter. Well, you still might. <laughs> you
3: still might. <laughs> that's, that.
2: the, that's, the, that's the hammer we got that's, over here that That's we,
3: my replacement. Yeah, if we ever need it. But we got a good team of people We here. got a great team. And uh, I'm the sickle to do it. But to be honest with you, you know, I get these guests because... You're Greg I'm Bud Moore's Moore, baby boy. Well, you're Greg Moore, and you it's did a lot. It's so that simple.
2: You did a lot in that garage area, but Greg, we thank you, and uh, we've got about two minutes here. I want to give everybody a chance to say something. Ronnie, you want to you wanna uh,
4: say bye? <laughs> well, I'd like to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you in the new year.
16: Okay. Okay. Alan, uh, and get ready to get one more. Enjoyed every there. weekend here that I was here and I'm glad hope I'll be here next year. Well, I do too and I
2: tell you, I, I'm not overplaying it. You, you changed the whole face of this show and you even carried the ball a couple of times, uh, several times and when I told you I wasn't going to be here one week, you said, yeah, we'll do the show because I gave you the option to not do it. And then I said, oh, by the way, I won't be here the next week either. <laughs> and you did it again. So thank you so much. You were more than adequate. Uh, in fact, you, you, were, you were great. You learned to push the buttons and you can have your own show. Oh. We'll let you do the three, the three months between
3: uh, during the off season. Greg, Greg, you got about a minute. Well, I'll tell you what really does me proud. First of all, is the friendship that we have up here, uh, Alan coming on board and everything has just been unbelievable. Uh, but what really made me feel good today is Mike Houghton, Mike Houghton acknowledged that our show is very significant to NASCAR. and the and city of Spartanburg it. and Spartanburg and and we got a pretty, I think we got a good product. We really do with a list of guests like that. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, that comes back from being, I miss him like heck every day, but that's just what comes with being Bud Moore's son. And I like to think I've done a few things, but Bud Moore done a whole lot more than I did. Well, and we try to
2: honor Bud Moore as often as we can. With the, We gave him his own show on D-Day where we heard about the invasion. And then just a couple of weeks ago, we did the veteran show where he told us about capturing the uh, headquarters. So... Well boys we're down to the last 30 seconds of the year and I'm going to keep it here with me. Thank you each and every one of you. Ronnie goes to a lot of trouble to get here every morning. Um, if I don't screw up in the next 20 seconds, I finally had the perfect show. I pushed every button just right. It took me about 41 times to do it. But uh this has been a this has been a great experience for me. A second year hosting the show, but you know we're all for to host And uh, I'd have never thought in August we'd have never been back in the studio together until the last show of the season. But that's the way it played out. So, uh, that's uh, Leonard Skinner telling us it's time to go. Thank you, each and every one of you. Have a great off-season, great Thanksgiving and Christmas. We'll see you back next year. And remember, keep it between the (laughs) fences.
0: the season for the very latest in auto racing news interviews and guests from around the sport to find out more or order perry allen wood's books on motorsports visit mcfarlandbooks.com start your engines has been a presentation of fox sports spartanburg llc all rights reserved Your home for the herd with Colin Cowherd. Weekdays at noon is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Fox Sports trending now.
7: It is time for college football and the game of the day. Well, it's getting started right now in Columbus,
1: Ohio. Number two, Ohio State hosting number eight, Penn State. And here's the Buckeyes.